You're listening to Food for Thought with Dr. Phil Knight. Brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and the Food Bank Council of Michigan. We're back. It's Food for Thought. Jerry Brisson here and me, Dr. Phil Knight. Jerry, what a pleasure to talk to Markel Miller. I mean, they got it going on over there. Yeah, they do. And um, One Carrot Way, that's their address over <laughs> I there love in that. Washtenaw I, County. I and, and they have a fantastic facility and an amazing staff. And Eileen has been there a long time and really guided that food bank to prominence in a lot of ways. And there's, there's a lot for them to be proud of. And Markel in particular, she's, she's newer, but she has got amazing energy and is such a smart ally to have working with us on this stuff. Well, I know you say this a lot. You know, there's a lot of smart people working on this mission. And, you know, Markel is certainly one of those, you know, I'm, I'm glad she's on our side, right? <laughs> well, yeah. As, and as we are in the room really strategizing about our blueprint and what are the next steps that we need to take, you know, Markel's work in Washtenaw County with food gatherers is giving us a lot of information to help us know what's working, how is it working, what do people prefer when you start providing food and services together, what matches up nicely, what's a bigger struggle. I mean, they do so many things at Food Gatherers that help us understand how we can all be better. Well, yeah, I, I think you're right, and that the food bank there uh, for Washtenaw County um, has grown tremendously in its scope and in its reach. Uh, under the leadership of Eileen Spring, the CEO there, and of course one of the one of the great smart things any great leader does is get great people around them, right? And Markel certainly fits that bill. But you know, Jerry, I, you know, when you think about food insecurity across the state of Michigan, Washtenaw County probably is not the first county that comes to your mind. Yeah, I mean, so even talking with uh, Markel and being reminded that, you know, there isn't a face of hunger. There, there's hunger in every community, and, and it gets hidden, and it, it's, you know, behind the, behind the scenes a lot of times, or just around the corner, and that's why it takes some effort to pull different community groups together to say, no, 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 really, let's talk about the people we're serving and how many of them need food as a fundamental thing before you can fix the next thing in their life. And so Washtenaw County, people think of Ann Arbor. They think of, you know, the, uh, all the great things going on at U of M and, and the hospital and the research and other things going on. But still, there's unemployment and there's people with health concerns and people who lose a breadwinner from the home, those basic things that happens in life that causes people to get into a crisis where they need help. And we got to do everything we can to help them thrive. Um, and, you know, we, we were talking about this earlier, uh, Dr. Phil, but the, the most recent Cranes Detroit article mm-hmm. had some pretty astonishing numbers just about the Detroit uh, community. This is metropolitan Detroit. And what they reported was that in the city of Detroit, there's 235,000 residents living below the poverty line. But in the suburbs of Detroit... There are 373,000 people living below the poverty line. Why? That is astonishing. That's astonishing. Most people don't think of the problem that way. They think it's, well, the, the inner city is really where the problem is. But if, if you look at those numbers, and again, reported by 
Crane's Detroit business. This is pretty credible. This isn't this isn't a uh, you know who was that type publication. This is really credible stuff. This, this didn't come and, from TMZ yeah. here or anything. So yeah, you know, and so it it gives us all pause to remember that we we've got to look um, not just at our urban cores, but everywhere across our state to understand who needs help, how much help do they need, and for how long. Well, I think you're right. And, uh, you know, for we don't think about Washtenaw County, but at the same time, you know, we've mapped the entire state at the Food Bank Council for food insecurity and where are these folks living and and how much food do they need and how, you know, and how long do they need it. And we go through this as a not just as an exercise to, you know, uh, just for mental, you know, uh, gymnastics. This is about planning and creating a blueprint to how do we meet this need. And, you know, so we find that the need is everywhere. Since we've mapped the state, we have found that it is everywhere. And I, I love what you say because it's absolutely true. Hunger doesn't have a face. It has many faces. Yeah. And I, I like what Markel said in her segment with us, too, that it's really about you know, it's got to be all of us, all the tools in the toolbox working together from the federal government all the way down to neighbors helping neighbors. And so, you know, the fact of the matter, Jerry, is that if we were, when we're able to create food security across the state, uh, an emphasis does have to be in the southeastern area, Metro Detroit for, sh- for sure, but metropolitan Detroit for certain. And that Forty-three percent of the people who are food insecure in our state live in this southeast region. And so we could solve it everywhere else and still have more than 40 percent of the people that are in the state that are food insecure living in this one area. And so, you know, we have to have that that balanced approach. I think that Food Gatherers has certainly been able to do that with more than 150 partners in their one county that they're working through so they have an urban emphasis and a rural emphasis and uh I, and i i think we have to follow along that as well well and when we talk about many faces of hunger it reminds me of the self-sufficiency standard that that was just published by the food bank council of michigan uh that we just released about a month ago or so and it broke down household need by 700, over 700 different household types. Right. We've got to be very creative about how do we reach all of them. And and I firmly believe, after 30 years in this work, that reaching people quickly when they're in a crisis is one of the important things we need to do because they're not at their best, and so we got to get to them quickly so they can move to their best quickly. Well, you're exactly right. And I want us to pick this up about this Cranes article again on the other side of this break. Jerry, let's take a quick break, pay a little, pay a few bills here at WJR, and we'll be right back. 